Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Heart to Heart, an outreach ministry of New Vision for Life Kingdom Builders. Our ministry website is www.newvisionforlife.com, where we align our hearts with the heart of God. Please join our host, Bishop Etta Banks, as we get to the heart of the matter. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Well, good morning, beloved. Praise God. This is Apostle Etta Banks, your host here today on Heart to Heart, where we get to the heart of the matter. Yes, it is so awesome and so wonderful to be back with you on this morning. Praise be unto God. I want to say good morning to uh, Tamika Shelton. Um, Y'all all know, you know, that she's my love, my daughter in the spirit, praise be unto God, and um, the one that helped me, you know, my first day on Heart to Heart on the radio. So every single time I come on, y'all hear me saying thank you to her. And thank you to Patsy Anderson, who started the Perfect World Network. Thank you to her. And this is where Heart to Heart got its start, and we shall never forget that. So good morning to you, too. Good morning to Joyce Richardson, uh, Tamika's mother. God bless you, my love. God bless you, Minister Tabika. Praise God for you. And I'll get back to you shortly. Uh, Praise God. Good morning to Prophetess Dorn. Good morning to Isaiah Alexander in Chicago. Good morning to Joyce um, in New York. Good morning to Deacon Thomas Farr, who has co-hosted this show for about a year. He co-hosts with me, and he now has his own show, um, Issues Christian Men Talk, which comes on on Mondays and Thursdays. All the men to um, tune into that show, and not just men. Women, I'm always telling you that whatever it is, whatever information that is out there for our men not only should we encourage them to listen to it or to watch it, but we also need to be abreast of what our guys are being taught so that we can better understand them, so that we can better understand them. And um, Deacon Thomas Farr has some awesome, awesome um, shows, awesome teachings dealing with men, um, issues that men um, deal with, dealing with them with marriage, dealing with them being a father, dealing with them being a man of God. Um, so I, I encourage you to listen to those shows. I, I'm telling you, it's, it's very powerful. You know, just the way they tell you to listen to some of the stuff that your children are listening to on TV and or their music, whatever the case may be, so that you'll know what's going in and so forth. Beloved, I encourage you, please listen to Deacon Thomas Farr's show. Please do so. And to um, the rest of the people that meet me weekly here on the radio, I don't have, you know, the time to go through every single one of your names, but, um, you know, there's Prophet Crawford and Songberg from North Carolina. Uh, There's several people from Pennsylvania 
that um, call in. There are several from New York that call in. And um, I just want to say good morning, good morning, good morning to each and every one of you. Remember, here on Heart to Heart, the show would not be the same without you. And Heart to Heart, we're speaking about our heart to um, everyone else's uh, heart, our heart to everyone else, and our heart to God's heart or God's heart to our heart. So we want to, um, you know, forever we want to uh, have you here. Um, Lady Donna Matabuchi, God bless you, woman of God. Thank you for always joining us. Really, really appreciate you to the utmost. Um, you guys are the ones that make this show what it is. When when people say that, you know, the show was good and so forth, it's good because you had a part in it. It's good because you joined the discussion. You may have made the discussion, you know. Um, it is because of you that certain topics are are discussed. So all the time, remember, you are the important part of this show. You are the important part. And um, so right at this moment, if you can take the time, call up a friend. Tell them to tune in to Heart the Heart, where we get to the heart of the matter. Tell them to dial 949-272-9483. That's where you are right now. That's where they can be on this beautiful, beautiful Sabbath day, wonderful Saturday morning. Again, another day that the Lord has made. So let us all rejoice and be glad in it. Amen, amen, amen. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Listen, we're going to go ahead and open in prayer And um, after that, uh, we will go forth as the Lord would have us to do on this day. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you. I honor you. I bless you. I magnify your holy name because you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the great I am, the Alpha and the Omega. And Lord God, there is none like you. I thank you for this day, this awesome day in which everything around around me reminds me of who you are. It reminds me of your greatness, your, 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 your marvelous wonders. It reminds me, Lord God, of how miraculous you are and all that you do. You, you, I, there aren't words to express who you are to the degree that I would like to express it. No matter what English word I use, it seems like there should be something better, something more to say how great you are. So I still, I thank you for bringing me, my family, my church family, my radio family, my internet family, just all, anyone that can be covered under the word family, family and friends, I thank you for taking us through the night safely <clears throat> safely, and bringing us to this point where we could acknowledge you one more time, that we also have the ability, Lord God, to not only seek forgiveness, but to extend forgiveness. May we always remember that extending forgiveness is just as important, if not more important, than us receiving forgiveness. 
Father God, and when we do this forgiving, may we forgive ourselves. We're one of the hardest people to forgive is ourselves. So may we do that too, that we would be well-rounded, that we would be healed, delivered, and set free. God, I thank you so very much as you speak to us on this day. Speak to us, God, about our potential in you. Speak to us, O oh God, on why it's so important, Lord God, that we know our potential, understand our potential. Speak to us, Holy Spirit. Speak to us on this day. We need to hear from you, truly do need to hear from you. God, I thank you for those that have called in, those that are calling in, those, Lord God, that will be listening on the, on the Internet, Anyone that has a part of this show, I pray a special blessing over their life on this day. But this, again, is the day that you have made. May we all rejoice and be glad in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, I want to say um, this morning I put on Facebook, um, which I normally, you know, I you don't find me posting many things on Facebook, so I'll I'll repost other things that I see people have because I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook, not the way I used to. And um, so if I see something, you know, a saying or a picture, you know, I'll repost it. Um, But Saturday mornings I take the time to say, you know, this is the day that the Lord has made and let us rejoice and be glad in it. So, you know, that I take the time to do so. But let me read what I I sent this morning, or what I wrote um, this morning. Um, It says, hey, a good God morning to you all. Once again, I find myself in a place of praise, worship, and thanksgiving this morning. There are times when I do this just because the word tells me to do this. Um although tells me that I should, uh, no, and there are times when everything around me tells me I should. No matter which one it is, I realize that this is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. So guess what? That's exactly what I'm going to do right now. Will you join me by giving God a great big hallelujah? A hallelujah praise. And when I wrote that this morning, I thought about the fact, yes, you know, every Saturday I tell y'all, this is the day that the Lord has made, and um, we should rejoice and be glad in it. Every Saturday morning I tell you that. And this is what I say every day when I wake up. This is the day. Now, this morning, as I woke up full of praise, I thought about I thought about um, several people that I know that are very ill and going through a lot of 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 prayer and having people to pray for them, et cetera. Um, just going through a lot, saints of God, going through a lot. Um, I ha- I know right now at this moment at least three people that are waiting for a heart transplant, three people that are waiting for a heart transplant. I know someone that is waiting for two people that's waiting for kidney transplants. 
I know one person that's waiting for, um, uh, praise God, a liver transplant. Now, now hear me. Hear me when I say this, beloved. Hear me when I say this. I, I, we know there are people all over the world waiting for this, okay? These are people that I either, well, only one of them, I don't know her personally, but have been introduced to her via phone. And, and you know, so there is the connection. We have a relationship. So, but then mind you, I think I've listed, what, uh, six or seven people that I know that need transplant. And so when I say, you know, I wake up this morning and it especially helped me when I identify with the uh, heart transplant patient because that's where I was, needing a heart transplant. And look at what God has done for me. And 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 I'm looking at friends or associates or family members because um, one of these are my cousins, and I'm looking at them and and I'm saying, my God, Lord, you have blessed me and you have blessed me tremendously. How could I not say, Hallelujah? How could I not praise you? How could I not give you the glory and the honor? And the same God that has brought me thus far is the same one that I know, not I just believe it. I believe it and I know it, that he's working on behalf of the people that I have mentioned to you. So when I say to you, beloved, that this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it, babies, I'm telling you, do so, even from your hospital bed. Even from your bed at home, if you can't get up, even from the doctor's office, if that's where you are, this is the day that he has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Um, I, 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 I can't help but, but say, God, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I am so grateful, so grateful, so grateful. I just, oh, my God. I, you know, like I said, man, when we look around and you see what the devastation is going on in the world, you have to be grateful. Look at everything that's happened in Puerto Rico and and um, um, uh, Texas and, and Florida and wherever else all these storms have hit. And, oh, my God, just just look. And and we are safe and sound. We here, we we are safe and sound. Just people that are displaced, no food, no water, no electricity. No, I'm going to tell him, God, I thank you. I thank you for what you've done. I thank you for who you are. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. And so thanks to God. Don't let a day go by that you don't acknowledge him for who he is. Don't let a day go by, no matter what kind of pain we're in, no matter what bill has to be paid, no matter what devastation is going on, still still say, God, I thank you. God, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. And and I just want you to... to, to 
to to be mindful of that, y'all. Be mindful. Um, I'm doing everything I can to keep from tearing up at this moment. But, um, oh, my God, I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful. And, and I desire for you also to worship God, to worship him and to magnify his holy name. Because in spite of everything that we see, in spite of it all, he is still God, and he is still in control, and he is loving. He is, he, he is covenant-keeping. He's a promise-keeper. You know, he's, he's marvelous. He's marvelous. He's marvelous. And, and, and I just hope that you, too, will help me in giving him my praise. Now, I want to take the time to say thank you to Minister Tabika Garns, to Minister Tabika Garns. Oh, my goodness. I want to thank her. Um, Y'all know she's my armor bearer. She's a minister, of course, at New Vision for Life. Um, She is also a prophetess by God's calling. Um, She has, has helped me an awful lot. And she did the radio show for me last week while I was in class. And I understand that she did an awesome job once again. And so, beloved, I say thank you to you. You always step up to the plate. You always step up to the plate. And um, and there's not enough thanks. And, and I know, you know, sometimes she gets a little embarrassed because I thank her so much. But I want to give thanks and honor where it's due. And, you know, and to the rest of you that support me and supply anything in my life, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, that's how Deacon Thomas Farr became a co-host. Y'all know that Lady Joyce, uh, Tamika's mother, you know, always there to be a support. Um, Those of you, the intercessors that are on this line that are praying for me and with me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So um, just thank you, beloved. Also, thanks of God, those of you that are on the line, remember, if you wish to join in, you wish to ask a question, you wish to say thank you, whatever the case may be, please just press one on your keypad. Press one on your keypad. It'll put you in queue. I know that then you're someone that wants to share and um, of I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. And um, I um, was hoping that um, a cousin of mine that uh, was speaking and preaching um, last uh, week at a conference, and um, I saw her picture on Facebook, and um, I was hoping that she would call in today. I I, you know, just saw her a couple of moments on Facebook, and I was hoping that she would call in and so that I could tell her how proud I was of her. And um, she has a, a, a testimony um, that is beyond a lot of folks' testimony. And so if she calls in, praise God, we'll say hello to her. If not, praise God. You know, just know that I'm very proud of my cousins. There are so many family members that are in the ministry, but for every one of us that's in the ministry, there's just as many, of course, that are not saved or not in the ministry. And um, so we're praying for them all. 
um, for what God has done, um, for what God has done for us. So let us let us go ahead um, and look at understanding our potential. Let us, let us look at that. Let that. Let us look at that. Um, you know, let me read something. Let me read something from Dr. Miles Monroe's book. And y'all know that he is he is definitely one of my spiritual mentors. Um, when he was alive and even still to this day, you know, I read his material. Um, it was it was what some of his first books that I ever read that gave me I believe, okay, through God, through God using this man to talk to me through his books, that's where the vision of New Vision basically came from. That's where the vision of New Vision basically came from. Now, now let, me, let me make this right. Let me make this right. God gave me the words, the vision of New Vision prior to me ever knowing who Miles Monroe was. I wasn't even saved at the time when he gave me the vision of of what new vision is supposed to be about. And um and you know I've shared the story many a times. I won't go into it in depth, but um you know on the day that I was attempting or about to commit suicide, on that day, that was the day that God showed me that I had to live because I had to help others get a new vision for life. I had to help other people get a new vision for life. And mind you, I was in the state of mind that I had no reason to live. I wanted to commit suicide. There was nothing for me to live for. So I thought, and I got two babies at that time. I think my children may have been, what, eight or nine years old, eight and nine years old um, at the time, and they were in their room sleeping. And y'all hear me saying I had no reason to live. Those two children were reason enough right there to want to live. But my life was in such a turmoil. I felt useless. I felt um, um, worthless. I I I felt like all I did was cause problems for everyone around me, including my children. Um, I No, I don't want to live anymore. And God told me that day that I had to because I had to help others get a new vision for life. And then he showed me, you know, a picture of people listening to what it is that God had placed in me which I didn't know what he had placed in me, but listening to what he had placed in me, and with that, they would not just see the reality of their right now moment, but they would be able to see past that and see what it is that God had for them, what they could be, that they would see past that, they would get a new vision for life. So then years later, years later, 
don't know how I happened upon Brother Monroe, Pastor Monroe, Apostle Monroe, whatever you want to call him. I don't know how I came upon his book, but the very first book that um, of his that I came upon was identifying, I believe it is, your, no, understanding, understanding your potential. And if anyone didn't understand their potential, it was me. And understanding your potential. And when I read that book, it made such a connection back to what God had shown me and told me years ago about a new vision for life. And then it's identifying your potential, understanding your potential, releasing your potential. You know, um, these are books that he wrote, and I was like, oh, my God. And then from him, I um, went to a women's meeting, and and one of my girlfriends, uh, Rita, she had us women answering some questions, and these questions all came from Mike Murdoch in The Assignment. And, oh, my God, I almost went crazy. You know, look at the things that help you to identify what your assignment is, the things that you go through, the things that you see, the things that bother you, the things that make you cry. These things are assignments that you have. And to help you to identify what the assignment is. And 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 from that point on, from that point on, oh, it has been my heartfelt desire to help any and everyone to get that new vision for life, to help them get it. And standing what your potential is, it's so vitally important. It is so vitally important. So I just want to read to you um, what Miles Monroe has said about potential, defining potential. So let, 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 let us get that. Okay, potential is dominant ability, reserved power, untapped strength, unused success, hidden talents, and capped capability. It's all you can be but have not yet become, all you can do but have not yet done, how far you can reach but have not yet reached, what you can accomplish but have not yet accomplished. Potential is unexposed ability and latent power. Potential is therefore not what you have done, but what you are yet able to do. And do, do, do you hear that, love? Do you hear that? You right now are full of potential. There is so much untapped energy, untapped knowledge, untapped skills, untapped uh, uh, power, so much in you. I don't care if you are 99 years old. If you are still living, there is the potential for you still to do something on this day. There is potential there. And in order for you to realize your full potential, you 
must never be satisfied with your last accomplishment. And, and oh, praise God. Let, let, let me tell you, when I just said that, when I just said that, Mother Cherry, Mother Cherry is the mother of our church. And God bless her soul. She's 90-something years old. She's in a nursing home. And whenever she can make it to church, she does. But my daughter, and she's my daughter in the spirit and my mother in the spirit, daughter only because I'm her pastor, but she's constantly saying to God, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. She is constantly talking about how she has not done enough. She cries and says, I want God to still use me. 90-something years old, and she knows that there's still something that has yet to be done. And she doesn't want to leave this earth and take what God has placed in her that she should be giving to someone else. She does not want to take that to her grave. She doesn't want to take it to her grave. And she weeps. And I remember in my ignorance, I used to say, Mother Cherry, you've done a lot. You've done plenty. I've even said you've done enough. Just rest in the Lord. Enjoy what time you have left. And, honey, when I I got, really, I got the understanding of this, that potential is you're never satisfied. You are never satisfied. No matter how much you do, you are not satisfied. Those that love knowledge, you will never learn enough. Never learn enough. I have taken so many courses. God knows I should have a college uh, of my own. Uh, If I could clone myself and be a professor in numerous different classes, I would do it. And then I would still be the student in the class because I can't learn enough. And all of the learning that I get is learning and teaching and knowledge and information that I only want to get it so I can give it out to somebody because I believe it's going to help you towards succeeding and being all that you can be. Is it important to understand your potential? Do you understand, do you understand that being made by God and in his image, that there is so much more to us than what we see? There is so much more, and and some people have the 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 the, the uh, wherewithal, the whatever it is to be satisfied just where they are, and you, you know they they'll look at how great my God help me Jesus, they will look at um, basketball players, football players, great singers, great dancers. And they'll want to be like these people. And great, uh, honey, that's part of your gifting, part of your potential. Be that. Be that. Be like them. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, nothing at all wrong with that. I would love to have a ministry as as large as uh, Joyce Myers, T.D. Jakes, um, um, you name some of these great, famous uh 
uh, pastors and bishops and all that, that's got these humongous ministries. Oh, yeah, I would love to have that, have thousands and thousands of people hearing whatever it is that God has placed in me for them to hear and, 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 and helping them to be able to change their life. Sure, I would love to have that. There's a price to pay for all of that. Not saying I don't want to pay the price, but to those of you that desire that, there's a price to pay. But what we, I was trying to get to, I, you know, what I was trying to get to is as much as I would love to have that, more than anything in the world, I want to be more like God because it is in his image that I am made. And he is the one that I hold in the highest esteem. And he is the one that put everything in me that says, daughter, you are like me. My creative ability is in you. My ability to forgive is in you. My, my ability to heal is in you. My ability for deliverance is in you. My ability to speak life to the dead thing in your life is in you. Babies, understand all of this is in you. My ability to 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 to, to uh, 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 stop the enemy in his track is in you. My ability to speak to the winds and the waves, you know, and tell it to cease is in you. If there's anyone I want to be like, I want to be more like my father. I want to be more like my father. And when he gave me that new vision for life, it took understanding that that's the type of potential that is in me. And, you know, let me tell you, babies, little babies, children, between the ages of one and three especially, maybe up to five, let's take it to five years old, do you know that they operate Listen here. They operate in that un um uh what's the word? What's the word? What's the word I'm trying to use it? They operate without knowing that they have a limit. Thank you, Lord God. They operate without knowing they have a limit. You see, we learn limitation. Jesus. We learn limitation. Our experience causes us to pull back pain that we have suffered, uh, sickness that we have suffered, that we have suffered. These things have caused us to, 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 to pull back. I don't want to try that again because somebody might reject me. I don't want to do that because I might fail. But babies have no idea that they're going to fail. They have no idea that they're going to fail. They have no sense of depth when they're walking off of a step. You know, they're walking. They know that there's a step there. They have no idea that if they don't step down instead of trying to walk straight out, that they will fall. They have no idea. So that's why it's so easy. When you, if you don't believe me, grab a little child by the hand and, and help them to walk down a pair of, a flight of stairs. You start out on a flat surface, 
you start walking, they just step right out in the air. They're not trying to step down until they learn that they have to step down. They just walk straight out. They don't know that they can't do that. They don't know. They don't know that when they, that, that, that I, I can't even think of the numerous, okay, here, 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 here. Do you know, do you know, no, when when a baby is a baby and they start learning their native tongue, do you know that if you play for them and speak to them in multiple languages, it could be six, seven, ten languages, do you know that child will pick every bit of that up? They will pick it up. They don't know that they can't learn it. And, and all of us can learn it, but we limit ourselves because we don't think that we can do it. But that baby has nothing to stop it. He doesn't know that I'm only supposed to speak whatever my native tongue is. He doesn't know. So whatever he hears, he does it. My my great-grandson is delayed in in speech. He's delayed in his, his speech. The boy is very verbal. Now hear me. He is very verbal, but he is delayed in saying some of his words, but he does what we call, you know, what other people call gibberish, baby talk, whatever the case may be, but the child is communicating. He's like a little genius. This child has a memory that is, is just beyond anything I can tell you, you know, and, 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 and just awesome. He is awesome. He knows how to communicate with you. You know, we had to teach him some sign language, you know, by the time he was, um, one year old, one year old, um, fifteen months old. There were some things we had to teach him in sign language to help him to communicate with us, like eat and you know doing the sign language for eating, drinking, hello, love, want more, whatever the case may be, and teaching him those language. He he learned it, and to him it's no big deal. I mean, he learned it, and 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 baby, in you, in you, in you, in you. Even thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, even when the word says that 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 Jesus wants us to come to Him just like little children, man, there've been so many times He's shown me what He's meant by that. And here's one of those examples right here. What I'm talking about: a little child who doesn't know that that in time there will be limitation to what he thinks he can do. He's unlimited right now that we should come to him in that same way. That's the way he designed us. We should come to him fearlessly, but reverently. We should come to him. A child is not afraid to ask their parents for anything. And we get afraid to ask God for things that we really need and or want, afraid that he might say no. Why? Because our natural mothers and fathers told us no. Or our husband and wives, our life, our sin-sick life made us feel that we were unworthy to have the things that we could ask for. I don't care how disobedient a little child is. That child has no fear of coming to you and asking you for what they want. No fear. They could do something wrong right now, and they turn right around and ask you for what they want. We should be able to do the same. We should be able to do the very same, but be repentive for what we've done and go to daddy and ask him for what we want. When God created Adam and Eve, he created them, he created them 
with no limitation on their lives or what they could do. Do you understand the type of wisdom that was put into Adam and knowledge to be put into him to be able to name all of the animals and give names to to everything that there was around him? Do you? Many of us can't name 10 trees right now. I know I certainly can't. We can name only the animals, you know, that, that, that are the most common to us, but most of us can't name, you know, 30, 40, 50, 100 different types of animals, and they already got their name. We can't name them, but he had to name them. And do you understand that when God told him and his wife to multiply, that we were supposed to be, well, when he created them, let me say this was before he told them to multiply. They were supposed to multiply, and they were supposed to multiply and make children in the image of God, conceive children in the image of God because they were in the image of God. And since our parents were in the image of God, then when we are created or, or, or yeah, through conception, conceived, we should be in the image of God. But because of sin, Adam was no longer in the image of God, not the way he should have been. And then when we were formed, when we were conceived, we were born in the image of Adam imperfect. We were born imperfect. But God sent his son. He sent his son to wipe out our imperfection, to restore us to where daddy originally had us. And in that is all of this potential, all of this potential. Yes, the unsaved man has potential. A man that may never know God, he has potential. How much more potential are we to have when we know whose we are, who we belong to, when we know our Father, when we know that we have been made in his image? Saints of God, don't settle for what you have right now. Don't settle for it. Don't settle for it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I I pray that as you are listening to me today, that you will so desire to pick up one of the books that I've mentioned, Understanding Your, presen- your Potential, Identifying Your Potential, Releasing Your Potential, all by Miles Monroe, or The Assignment by uh, my friend, what's his name, uh, Mike Murdoch, um, and the assignment. It, 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 with that, he talks about the pain and the passion of it, the trials and the triumphs, the dreams and the destiny. Baby, there is so much. Oh, maximizing your potential. That's the other one, maximizing your potential. Baby, there is just so much out here to wet our whistles, cause our appetite to grow even more so that we won't take all of this stuff that's in us, take it to the grave. 
it would be a shame to do that. Do you understand that the world loses when you don't use what God has placed in you? The world loses. And you need to think right now. Listen, listen to me. Right now, think, what would the world lose if I weren't born? If I weren't born, what would they lose? Let me tell you, right this second, I was not born. What you would lose is what you're hearing right now. This radio show would not be, not with my voice on it, not with me encouraging you, not with me explaining that what you have in you is there, not with me doing it. That's what you would lose. The numerous times you've said that this show has been a blessing to you, you would lose that. You would have lost it if I weren't born. If I ever stopped doing the show, what I had to give you, you wouldn't get. Not from me. Honestly say, thank God for the seeds that have been planted. And from those seeds, a harvest should come. And that which has grown from that harvest, from that seed, more seeds shall come. And more seeds will be planted. Thank you, Daddy. I heard that. So listen. (laughs) Listen, baby. Remember when I said earlier on that I would love to have this ministry like Jason and, and uh, what's her name, Joyce Myers and so forth and so on? You know, if God lets me see that, praise be unto God. But just as I was explaining about the seeds that have been planted and the harvest will grow, and then that harvest is more seeds and that will be planted, just like Adam and Eve, God started with the two of them and look at all of us that came from those seeds, from that conception. And Adam and Eve did not live to see all of this. I may not live to see all of it, but the seeds that I'm planting today shall produce a harvest that will produce seed, that will produce a harvest, that will produce seed, and that will produce a harvest. And yes, there will be that large of a ministry. Same for you, beloved. Same for you. The very first car that Henry Ford made, the very first car, little did he know this world would have this many automobiles in it. But it started there. Little did the Wright brothers and Amelia, um, you know, the flying the first airplanes, creating the airplane heat, the, the Wright brothers, whoever else that did it, little did they know that that was going to be our mode of transportation as much as it is. What is it that you have in you? What is it that you have in you that somebody else needs? What is it? What is it? The devastation in our lives, the misery in our lives, baby, can become your menace. So much will come 
out of what you've been through. I just want you to know this morning that you have unlimited potential, untapped worth, untapped worth. A couple of years ago, my theme song by Jonathan Nelson was I Will Be What He's Called Me To Be. And part of the song says, yes, Lord, I agree. But my desire is to be everything that you call me to be. And God knows, man, I'm 60-something years old. Help me, Jesus. (laughs) I'm 60-something years old, and babies hear me. I forget that I am. I forget that I'm that old because there's so much left inside of me, so much more I've got to do, so much more I want to do, so much more that I forget that I'm as old as I am. And, oh, yeah, the old body, bless the Lord, hallelujah, has a way of reminding me. It has a way of reminding me. So when I want to do somersaults, you know, and I can't do that anymore, the body says, no, you're not 20 years old anymore. So I can't do it. When I want to take long walks, you know, I can't do it right now. But in the name of Jesus, I bind up the whole thing about the word can't. Can't. Because I have the potential to do those things again. I have it. And I continue to work towards that. I continue to work towards it. I'm hoping that you're getting this. I'm, I'm really hoping that you are getting this. I'm hoping that you're getting this. Um, don't waste your life doing nothing with all that you have. God packaged some things in you for the good of the world. Use what he's put in you. Use it. Use it. Use it. We will never know the wealth God planted in you until you bring it up. Until you bring it up. There's stuff in you that we haven't seen. There's stuff in you that we haven't heard. There are books. There's songs. There's there's art. You know, there there's sermons. There there are things that you had to uh invent their businesses, their investments. Man, there's a whole lot in you. Man, when I look at the number of you that's on this line right now, when I look at you, man, all I see is potential. I see wealth, and wealth is not measured by money. But I see wealth, a wealth of knowledge, of strength, of all of these different things, talents and gifts and so I see it. I see it. Please don't cheat me. Don't cheat your children. Don't cheat your family. Don't cheat your church members. Don't cheat your city, your state. Don't cheat the nation. Don't cheat the world with what you've got and you're not using it. Please use what you've got. Use it. If you want to um, succeed, you've got to strike out on new paths. This is, again, coming from Miles Monroe's book. Don't travel the worn path of accepted success. 
No, be a trailblazer. Be a trailblazer. No man can climb beyond the limitation of his own belief. If you think you can or if you think you can't, you're absolutely right. came from a statement made by A.L. Williams, another one of my mentors. Whatever it is you think about you, you are absolutely right. If you think you can achieve these things, you're right. If you think you can't achieve them, you're right. That's why my language has to change, that I can't take that long walk. But as long as I say that, guess what? I'm right. I can't do it. But when I remind myself I can, and I began to speak that, and that's what I think about, that's what I ponder on, I begin to walk further and further each day. And before I know it, those few steps turn into a mile. And that mile turns into two or three miles. And that will turn into five miles. Guess what? I can walk that distance. Every day, people are going to the grave full of potential. Potential that wasn't realized. Don't let that be you. Don't let that be you, beloved. Don't let it be you. Failure is not the absence of success. Failure is the neglect of trying. It's the neglect of trying. Where's the book? And I'm talking to me right now because I know I have books in me. Where's the book? that you were supposed to write? Where is the play that you were supposed to write? Where is the movie that you were supposed to write? The song that you were supposed to write? The poetry, where is it? Come on, beloved. You are full of potential. You need to understand that. You need to understand that. And understand this, that potential of a thing is related to its source, and God is our source. God is our source. He is the potter, we are the clay. However much this clay vessel can hold determines how big of a pot of clay he makes us. He is our creator. He is our source. So whatever our potential is, it comes from him. It's all in him. What is your potential this morning? You don't know yet? Let's do what we can to find it out. Let's do what we can to find it out. I just have a couple of minutes. I want all of you that can just press one on your keypad. Not that can, all of you can. You dialed in, so you can. Press one on your keypad. I just want to bring you in long enough to say, I got it. I got it. I understand. So press one on your keypad. Give me a shout out saying, 
I got this. I understand. And then you'll do whatever you need to do. You'll research. You'll look. You'll seek. You'll desire to be what God has called you to be. Amen. Press one on your keypad. Amen. Good morning, Joyce. How are you, dear? Blessed, blessed. I loved the service last week. It was very touching. Um, I need you to do me a favor. When you get finished, can you jot my number down and give me a call personally, one-on-one? Yes, 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 I can. I will jot your number down. I'm doing it right now. Okay. All righty. I will call you. now. It, and I have a meeting at my church at 1030 this morning. Okay? Yes. So um, I may call you while I'm driving, all right? So okay, I need a few minutes to call him while you're driving. Pardon? Well, that'd be a good thing while you call. You don't want to get a ticket. Oh, you're absolutely right. I have Bluetooth in my car. <laughs> I have okay. Bluetooth. I won't be holding. It. Okay, I'll talk to you. So even if the, even if we don't do it, then I'll call you after the meeting. Okay. Okay. God bless you. <laughs> All right, honey. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Okay, there were several other people that had pressed one on their keypad, and I guess they too decided they had to run, and so they they have uh, hung up already. Um, they have hung up already, but um, the rest of you that didn't press one on your keypad, just press one for me, please, and say, I've got it. I've got it. Well, maybe you don't have to do that because, wow, we're already at the end of our time. Blessed be the name of the Lord. All right, saints of God, we're going to leave you. Thank you so very much, and we will see you back here next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Heart to Heart with Bishop Etta Banks. Heart to Heart is an outreach ministry of New Vision for Life Kingdom Builders. Please visit our ministry website at www.newvisionforlife.com. As always, beloved, I pray that God will bless you and bless you mightily. And as he does, you will turn around and bless someone else. And then that person will turn around and bless someone. Then that person will turn around and bless God Almighty for the blessings that he bestowed upon them. And then God in his awesome and infinite wisdom will turn around and bless you one more time because you knew what to do with the blessings he bestowed upon you. I thank God for the completion of the circle of blessings. I beseech you, therefore, in the name of Jesus, that you go forth today and be a blessing to someone. And when you do, do so on purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.